That's Dance for Eternity by Kid Cuddy, and welcome to the show. <laughs> this is the Lavender Listens Podcast. It's your favorite podcast about all things music, all things music related, and music adjacent. And if you don't know, I'm your host, Ash Lava. Welcome back to a new episode. Again, that's Dance for Eternity by Kid Cuddy. That's on um Passion Pain and Demon Slam. Along with Golden featuring Willow, along with some other songs featuring Andre 3000 and Pharrell. But I just wanted to comment on this song because it's such a light song. And I feel like we in a good place, Kid Cudi in a good place. You know, I'm feeling very fucking aggressive today, but I'm going to keep it light. I still got the song playing in the background, okay? We're going to dance for eternity. But um, since we're on Kid Cudi, let's just go on right up into this documentary. Did y'all watch it? Did y'all watch it? It was good. Uh, I didn't know. I knew, but I didn't know the severity. I knew, but I ain't know. Um, a Man Named Scott is a documentary I'm talking about on Amazon Prime. It uh, debuted last week. And it's really good. It's a very good watch. I can see myself watching this again. Usually for me, just speaking for myself, with documentaries, I'm usually one and done. I ain't going to too quick watch it again. But I'm going to watch that again. And am I the only one left feeling like, if not for Cuddy, maybe Kanye's career might have. I don't know. A part of me feel like Kanye West. Ugh. We're going to get into Kanye West again later on in the music segment. But part of me feel like Kanye West has some weird loyalty to Kid Cudi that he don't have to other such artists because he owes Cudi a lot to his career. It's not a reach to me. Y'all got to go watch this. 808 and Heartbreak, if not for Kid Cudi. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If not for Kid Cudi. A lot of those songs on it, um, what's the one with Creepers is on? Whatever song, Creepers, I know it's like, I don't want to say a posse album, but that's the only way I know how to describe it. But whatever that album was, Kanye put out some good music. It's like silver, and it's got Creepers on it, featuring Kid Cudi. I think that song with, um, what I got Tiana Taylor singing on, she's singing on a hook on there with John Legend. Oh, I can't think of it. That's right on the tip of my tongue. I know if I just go look for it, it'll pop right up. But to me, anyway, to me, it feels like Cuddy carries Kanye's career. But I hate that's the, the that's the way he sees radio success. Even though radio success sucks. He even said that. He even, uh, that clears up. He, look, let me slow down. I hate that. Kid Cudi's radio success mainly comes from Kanye songs that he's featured on. I don't like that. But I do appreciate Kid Cudi the artist. Regardless if he's being played on radio or not, I'm going to be listening. And what I was trying to move too quick into was him saying that is part of the reason behind him making that Indica album. Because he said, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about no radio hits. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> That's what he basically says. And so he went into it, just want to make an album. And he was in a good spot. I used to always think that Kid Cudi did not 
mess with Indicut. I thought he did not like that project from himself. People say that all the time. These artists say that all the time that they don't like these certain albums. Pink, for one, never performs anything from her first debut album. You know, I get it, but I don't. But it, it happens, but that's not where he was at. He was in a good place. He didn't touch on IndyCut a lot, but from what I got from the little bit that he talked about it, he was in a pretty decent place. I think that comes through in the music on that album, and that's why I cling to that Kid Cudi project the most, because he sounded like he was just having fun. He sounded like he was doing good. Now, we know after that, he went, you know, back down a spiral, and... It hurt to see that Facebook post all over again. And y'all remember the one he made that real long um, Facebook about going into rehab. But, you know, it's a part of his story. It had to be told it's a part of his life. But that hurt all over again as a, a longtime fan. And as a person that saw that and was so hurt by that, like, I was hurt. I know it wasn't about me. It's never about us. But it really did hurt to see that he was going through so much again. And But I'm glad he went and got help because we could have lost him. And we didn't know that because he bottled so much up. We didn't know that. We didn't know the severity. We didn't know. So, and that's probably why. <laughs> that's probably why. I gravitate to Kid Cudi and his music and everything so much because I can relate to that. I can relate to being in a place where you just, you just don't care no more. I can relate to that. And a lot of people wasn't making, when he came out, who was making music like that? With those feelings, with those emotions. That's why I feel like this documentary was so important, especially in my community, the Black folks, we don't be talking about this stuff, but it need to be talked about. So it's important, like, go watch it. Even if you're not a fan, I still urge you to go watch it because you might take something from it, especially if you're dealing with somebody that's struggling with drug addiction, that's struggling with depression, um, that's spiraling out and, like, need some hope. They might need to go watch A Man Named Scott, and it might help them. But that's my opinion, and that's all I have on that. There's nothing negative to say about this. I don't have anything negative to say about what Kanye said because he he is Kanye. And like I said, we got we're gonna talk about a little bit more Kanye bullshit in the music segment. Jesus, Jesus, why Lord, why Lord? Anyway, let me get through this other TV stuff real quick so we can go into this music news. Um, and some stuff that I, well, one thing that I was real late on and I had no idea, but that's probably my fault. Anyway, The Wonder Years, look, The Wonder Years on ABC is my new favorite feel-good family show. It's just as good, if not better, than the original. Okay? It's well put together. It's a well put together reboot. I'm excited to continue watching in future seasons if they come i hope they come please let them come this is a real good show i'm always skeptical about reboots remakes re-anything but this is really good it's not 
it's not following along with the original show's you know storyline but you still get the same feeling it's just a feel-good show so if you want something to watch with the kids with your uh spouse girlfriend your boyfriend somebody y'all just want to chill and watch something cute you know not nothing too deep that's gonna make you go crazy y'all might want to check out the wonder years on abc okay it's real good it's good it's good I'm anxious to see this big brother. Who's going to play the big brother? They always talking about him. Are we ever going to see him? Is he going to come home? Please let him make it home from the war. Oh. Oh, I didn't think about that. Now I'm sad because that might happen. Oh, Lord. Anyway, moving on to Ready to Love. <laughs> Yo, Ready to Love. Fellas, I hope they send Camille home. Get on up out of there. She crazy. She's got some... Look, get her on up out of there. First of all, she clinging way too tight to Mr. Cornelius. The man's name was Cornelius, not Courtney. Yeah, his name's Cornelius. Courtney was the one with the hair. The one that I was calling uh, Lion Babe. So Lion Babe is Courtney. And Aisha is who I call. I thought she was from Brooklyn, but it's actually the Bronx. She's the Bronx bombshell with the blonde hair. So it's Aisha and Courtney. But anyway, she's clinging way too close to Cornelius. And it's just the beginning of the show. She act like they like together already. You only know him a week. Bitch, what the fuck? So she needs to, um, to get on up out of there. He gotta, she gotta go. Camille gotta go. She toxic. I don't like that. And then she's getting, she get, she get real mad when he just simply go have a conversation. But you on a TV show, you're on a TV, you on a dating TV show to get to know people, and you already then got your hooks in this person after a week, and you don't want him to get to know anybody else. You might not be who he want, girl. Get on up out of there. Camille got to go. Uh oh. Um, but other than that, I don't have nothing else to say. I'm. It's, it looked like the next episode gonna be pretty messy. They're gonna be on their arguing or something. And this is why I said Camille gotta go because it's seeing the previews of her reactions from a conversation that she's gonna have on this next episode that's bothering me. So we gonna see. But ready to love? Get Camille on the batter. She gotta go. What's got to come on, though, is Stranger Things Season 4. And it's not going to premiere to the summer of next year. I wasn't expecting them to say the summer. I thought it was going to be winter. <laughs> I would have rather had it. I mean, y'all had how many years to do Season 4? And you going to wait till the summer? That need to be winter TV. I'm sick of waiting on Stranger Things. Season 4 summer of 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 2022 <sighs> sick of it we've been waiting a long time for this next season too long too long too strong i'm tired coronavirus just stepped in because we already been waiting and then here come coronavirus really through a winch and all of it I'm ready now. Can they just 
they can give us like weekly episodes it's what everybody else doing on netflix now just give it to us weekly give us like two episodes a week starting tomorrow <laughs> that's what i need from stranger things two episodes a week starting tomorrow that's what i need somebody call up netflix to make it happen sick of this shit i'm tired of waiting on shows i'm tired of waiting on stranger things we've been waiting on atlanta god we had to wait a real long time for uh on my block granted it was a good season but we still had to wait a long time just ooh, coronavirus you are still messing with our lives lacovia go home damn you have overstayed your welcome girl let's talk about insecure let's talk about insecure this was the lawrence update episode that i was trying to warn y'all about i told y'all did not think it was gonna go like this (laughs) it's the lawrence update episode after the breakup condola had the baby the baby name is elijah mustafa The doctor was calling other people's babies ugly. <laughs> Her sister was rude. It's just, a, that was a lot. And it was a lot on both sides. Let's be clear. I'm not just mad at her sister. I ain't just mad at her. I'm mad at Lawrence too. Because Lawrence, the way he reacted, I feel like the way he reacted when she said she was pregnant is what, you know, triggered her response that she's having now. But her response ain't right either. Because the way she's treated, like, she ain't letting him be a part of nothing. He got to be a part of something. Otherwise, you could have kept that information to yourself. If you didn't want help, then don't tell him. That's really where she messed up when she told him, hey, I'm pregnant. It's yours. We got a baby. I'm keeping it. She messed up then because I feel like she wanted the baby. She didn't want Lawrence. But now she's stuck with Lauren. And they got to figure it out. It's bad on both sides. I, <laughs> it's bad on both sides. And Lawrence, he feel like what he's doing is enough. But at the point you found out you were about to be a father, you should have took all of it into consideration. You are moving. All of it. All of the things. The job. The move. Your current relationship, he should took it all into consideration. I don't think he did. Not truly. I think he's going to end up back in L.A. He's probably going to end up back in L.A. Being closer to the baby. I think that we're calling him Ja. So he can be close to little Ja and be in his life. But Condola, you messed up when you told him you were keeping the baby and you were pregnant. And it was his. Because a part of me feel like, girl, you didn't want to keep Lawrence. You just wanted to keep the baby. (laughs) Nobody else got that vibe? Nobody? Not even you in the back on the left? You didn't? Nobody got that vibe. Just me. Somebody did. I know somebody did. Somebody going to hit me in the DMs like, yes, she definitely want the baby. Didn't want Lawrence. But I, I, I don't think she bargained on her motherhood being as difficult because she seemed like she's type a you saw how she was acting you know 
how she was before this pregnancy. She seems very type A, so she likes to be in control, and she don't have control. I don't want it to implode. I kind of want to see them get closer. I ain't saying I want to see them back together. I'm also not saying Lawrence need to get back with Issa. But I'm saying I would like to see them grow closer. Maybe establish some type of friendship or something. Because they got to do something for the baby. It looked like they were about to have that conversation in the episode when I and I was pissed. It felt like I only watched Insecure for 15 minutes. I was waiting for the other 15 we need our episodes still. I hope the finale, like the series finale is an hour. Please. <laughs> or a double episode. Mm, I don't know. Alright, next look. Why we talking about this mess from this? Next Sunday. Nathan's back. The, the crew is back. They done gone out of town again. And y'all know how it get when they go out of town. Anytime they go out somewhere, it's a problem. Nathan is very problematic out of town. Very problematic out of town. So, he already acting like an asshole. We see that from the little clips that he's being an ass. So, we gonna... I don't know. I just... I want Nathan to not... She's dealt with enough. He gonna say she all over the place, but when you was all over the place, you dipped. At least she's being present and open and letting you know what's going on. Nathan, who ran away to Texas because he was all over the place. So Issa's expected to understand when you all over the place and you can't understand when she all over the place. Nathan. He fine, but he gotta go. He gotta go too. Everybody got to go. Condola got to go. Lawrence can go. Nathan can go. Issa and Molly can go. Everybody can go. They acting like some re retarded motherfuckers out here. I know y'all don't like the R word, but whatever. Nathan got to go. Nathan can go. I just... You can't... You cannot expect somebody to understand when you're going through your shit and then not understand when somebody else is going through theirs. That's stupid, Nathan. Light-skinned Nathan. I tell you, it be them light-skinned dudes. It do. Y'all fickle. I love you, but you're fickle. You don't know what the... Really? Nathan? Let me... Calm down, cause I might see him and be ready to swing on who? Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I didn't watch BMF yet, so I don't have no Lamar news. He stopped the rain. I don't got no updates yet. I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. I don't got no answers. I don't got the answers. Sway don't got the answers, and Kanye don't got the answers. I'ma watch it. I guess I give y'all a double update on how I feel <laughs> on the next show. But I ain't watched it. I don't know what Lamar did. I don't know. Last thing I got here for TV news is a quick update on Wu Tang. Look, Wu Tang American Saga has been her her her. her. Did y'all understand that language? 
Wu-Tang American Saga has been renewed for a third season, but it will be the series last. Okay, third and last season, I guess. They're going to show us the blow up and be out. I liked it. I didn't enjoy it more than the first season. It was good, though. <clears throat> that first season was better. Uh, yeah. I like the studio sessions in season two. I need to go back and watch that last episode, though. I, I, um, I had left the house and forgot to hit pause, and I came back and Murder, She Wrote was on. I don't know what the fuck Hulu thought, but they played Murder, She Wrote for an entire, I think, hour and a half, two hours that I had been gone <laughs> after America Saga went out. When I walked in the house and looked at the TV, I was like, I don't think this was why I didn't even remember what I was watching when we left. I left and did not hit pause. And for the life of me, I don't understand why, but Hulu, yeah, they decided Murder, She Wrote was the next big thing. <laughs> I don't know, girl. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, season three last season. Man, these, show, these shows are doing these three and four seasons and they done. Stick it at two. Mm, mm, mm. All right, mu- music news. Not movie news. <laughs> music news. Okay, first, really quickly, I ain't gonna say this for the end of the show. Um, prayers up for Christopher Williams today. We find out that he's reportedly in a coma, so keep him lifted up in prayer. Legendary R&B artist Christopher Williams. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, let me see if I can find it real quick. You know, dreaming. You might not know dreaming, but you know, dreaming when you hear it. Here it is. Yeah, from the New Jack City soundtrack, he was in the movie. So yeah, keep him lifted in prayer. I hope he pulls through. I don't know what's going on, but uh, saw that this morning. So keep him lifted in prayer, you guys. I wonder what happened. That's scary. Hmm. Positive news though. Even though it's not new music, Rihanna, she's released all her albums on vinyl. They all are 100 plus dollars, girl. I'm gonna get at least one of them, but girl, we asked for a new. She said, You're gonna get what you get when you get it. And we're gonna take it. I'm not, I mean, I'm gonna get at least one. I'm not, bitch, I don't have money like you. So I'm gonna get at least one. <laughs> I need some new. Sidetrack. Well, no, nah, this ain't really sidetrack since we talking about vinyl. Can somebody tell me some good speakers? I don't like the speakers that came with my record player. They are trash. I need some speakers and I need help. So please, can y'all like point me in the right direction? I'm looking on my own too. I'm not that person that just asks for help and doesn't do the work. I'm looking for myself, but can y'all help me? Like, can somebody... DM me some good speakers that sound good for records. Vinyl records. I need. I need new speakers. Anyway, Rihanna. At least one. I think it comes with a t-shirt and the record. The record is like color. That's the new thing everybody's doing. 
I got a couple color ones. I got, I think, one of my big crit albums is in color. And I got, I don't think that Prince one is in color. It's something else over there. I want to say, who is it? Marvin Gaye down there is in color. I had to get all those new. I don't, I wish I could raid my uncles. Ooh. I need to hit up my uncle. Thank you, Brain. I need to raid my uncle's records. I know he's going to be excited because they were would require a visit. <laughs> and I ain't been down there in a long time. But uh, I need to get up with Unc. Where the record said, Unc, let me get some. But I'm having to start, like, I'm starting fresh with my collection. Most of the collection because it's a few over there I got vintage. We ain't going to talk about it. But, I need new speakers, I need that, and I need at least one of those Rihanna's. Vinyl, I probably want the last one. I just know work sounds good on vinyl. I just know. Music sounds a lot better on vinyl sometimes. And I think that last album, that last Rihanna album is the one I want. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that, Yaga. Support my decision, damn it. I know. Shit. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm late on? I'm late as hell on. Somebody I did not know was pregnant. Cash doll. Oh my God. I ended up, I'm gonna be honest, I ended up unfollowing Cash doll because she did something. She's usually not a mean girl, but she did do something that was <laughs> a little like shady to me and I ain't feel right about this. I was like, let me just hop up off her page for a little bit and follow her back a little while later. That's just how I do. Like somebody do something that rub me the wrong way, but I still like them. I just unfollow them for a little bit. But I eventually come back and I had plans to come back. But this woman announced the whole pregnancy while I was done. She, she said, laugh, don't follow me no more. Let me announce this pregnancy real quick. I had no clue. And then she announced that she was having a boy. I said, damn. Cash doll pregnant? Doug said, what? You ain't know? I'm like, nah, I don't follow her. But I was going to follow back. So I'm going to have to go ahead and follow back now. <laughs> That's how she said, I'm going to have to go, back, go ahead and follow back now. I'm going to have to follow her back. I, I, I can't afford no uh, baby gifts that she want, I'm sure. But you know. Go follow Cash Doll back and see what's going on over there. But congratulations to Cash Doll. I can't believe I missed that. But, like, I unfollow, I unfollow almost all the blogs. I follow one. And it's Baller Alert. <laughs> I follow Baller Alert. I don't follow nobody else. And my timeline, again, switched up. And it's kind of a better place. I get a more variety. I get more real people. And I feel like the comments, except for the ones like that I post on podcast day, like when I post a clip from here this week, as soon as I post it, like two seconds later, the bots started quick. Promote it here. Promote it there. Promote it everywhere. Like promote these nuts and get off my page. Okay. But that's, you know, how this shit works. Ugh, it's annoying. 
but I had to unfollow all the blogs because it was just it was crowding the timeline and everything was the same story like if it was one page posting about Chris Brown 32 other pages are posting about Chris Brown it's all on my timeline and the only thing I see is Chris Brown when I really could be saying maybe Otis Kane I could maybe be seeing some Summer Walker <laughs> I could be seeing my friend from high school that I actually follow and that follows me and supports the podcast page. I could be seeing they stuff, you see? So I had to do that. So I, I'm not current on a lot of gossip stuff and that's why you actually don't even hear a lot of the gossip stuff here no more because I just eliminate. Eliminate. Fix the problem. It, it's fixable. It's always fixable. <laughs> but, you know, clean up your timelines. I, re- I fully support that. But, you know, I got to add Cash Doll back to my timeline. What the fuck? <laughs> Congratulations. Also, what the fuck? Hold on. Also, what the fuck? Kanye. This whole Drink Champs. I, I haven't watched it in full. I'm not going to watch it in full. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I can't sit there long and listen to Kanye talk about Kanye. And the people that don't like Kanye. But this whole business about Big Sean. Like he got Big Sean fucked up. That man owes Big Sean six million dollars. And you got the nerd to sit up here and talk about that was the worst. You owe him money. But that was the worst decision you made. Signing Big Sean. You mad at Big Sean because he didn't support you running for president. You mad at not only Big Sean, you mad at John Legend, you mad at Talib Kweli, you mad at other people for not supporting your crazy ass decisions. Everybody don't have to be on board with you. These are your friends and they should be able to be honest with you and express how they feel. And just because they feel different don't mean you got to go on the whole tirade and start cutting people off and talking shit. Because that's when the problems start. But as far as Big Sean goes, like, he got Big Sean fucked up. I'm waiting to see the fall of Kanye West. It ain't happened yet. I don't even think it's gonna happen. But I'm, I want to be front seat, front row seats when it happened. Because the man, he got too much mouth on him. He way too cocky. I don't like that. He's not divorced from Kim. The, the media are you speaking for you or are you speaking for Kim because it seemed like Kim want to divorce your ass that's what it seemed like it seemed like she want to leave you you out on dates but you still want to be with your wife oh okay you know I, I mean it's supposed to be funny like people keep telling me to watch it it's gonna be funny have you watched it yet you gonna watch it it's a good watch it's worth what I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going to stay away from it. (laughs) I'm going to stay away. But he... Kanye. Oh, my God. It's just like he knows no bounds. His mouth is going to get him in trouble every time. He feels like he's untouchable. And that's, that's what it is. Kanye is a cocky dude. Kanye like Kanye. I hate it here. Oh my god. 
Kanye. Why? I'm waiting for Big Sean's Drink Champs. And I don't even watch Drink Champs. I don't. But it's the fact that this was like, what the fuck? Because they know, the people know. Y'all be knowing. Y'all know I like Big Sean. The homie was the first one to hit me up. And she was like, uh, please tell me. You gonna talk about these Big Sean remarks from Kanye. And I was appalled. I'm like, what remarks? Because I was just, I feel like I was on the way to like being chill on Kanye West. Just, you know, not having serious major issues. I'm gonna always have issues, but I was starting to let some of that go. But then here he comes. And then. After you have the Kanye West fiasco, here we come with Astro World. What the fuck happened? People were crushed during the crowd surge when Travis Scott came out to perform during the festival. Several pronounced dead, so many others injured. I know he's being sued. Also, Drake has been added to a lawsuit. He's also being sued. Um, they both are. They both have apologized and they said they will help any way that they can. I think Travis Scott is supposed to be covering some of the family's um, funeral calls. And I hope somebody's covering all these people's hospital bills. But the festival, Travis Scott, they've added Drake to the lawsuit. They're all being sued. And I don't know who should really be blamed for this. Like, they saying blame Travis Scott because they were telling him. You have all these clips trying to get to, you know, to the stage and tell them to stop the show because of what was going on down in the crowd. I mean, had he listened with the, that nine-year-old? Because there's a nine-year-old in the hospital. They got trampled during this. Okay, he's in a coma. And so, like, could this have been prevented? Now, this, 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 what is it, Astro World Fest? It was at max capacity. First of all, what are y'all deeming max capacity during a pandemic outside? So, are you back at regular, like, festival capacity for whatever field y'all in everywhere has a max capacity depending on the event so did you just go full max or did y'all try to cut that in half like what was it and also what the were they still letting people in after max and you have people saying that this not only happened this one time during the night, it was happening during the daytime too. People were getting pushed and stumped on and trampled during the day. Trampled. <laughs> trampled during the day. I'm just wondering, could this have been prevented? Like, if they're telling the people that work this festival that this is going on, they're not going up to the higher ups. Maybe this could have been prevented. Maybe they could have been like, hey, 
we gotta you know cut this in half or cut the show short or do something have more security have more barricades or something something had to be done it was some miscommunication somewhere up in there big time i'm praying for the families of the victims i'm praying for the victims speedy recovery i hope that little boy pulls through nine years old he was on his brother's shoulders for those wondering the brother got i think they said the brother passed out because he was being crushed and so he drops little brother and little brother got trampled i'm just i hope he pulls through i know it's gonna be a long road to recovery if he does but I'm really hoping that little boy pulled through. That really breaks my heart. He was nine years old. Nine. Something has to be done. And so now because of this Astro World fiasco, Travis Scott has canceled his day in Vegas appearance. He's going to be replaced with with the... I didn't write down. Post Malone. Post Malone's going to take his place a day in Vegas. Okay. Travis Scott and I know y'all want to blame it on the rage but I'ma say this like Kid Cudi is Mr. Rager I ain't never heard about nothing like this happening while Kid Cudi was on the stage encouraging her but Travis didn't stop it now Travis Scott is known for not wanting people in his performance space or not wanting to stop a performance y'all remember the hot 97 performance where the guy was on there like getting footage and he called dude dusty and them like no disrespect you already disrespected me he should have swung on your ass wrong or right like get your dusty ass out first of all you're very overrated to be calling somebody dusty like you look dusty after a bath. Seriously. Travis Scott calling somebody dusty. Overrated. He want to be Kid Cudi, but you out here causing people deaths. Now, as far as the satanic shit, I, yeah, chill on it. Everything is not satanic. Them people died because crowd control. Another thing. Travis Scott. Crowd control. It was said that he only stopped the crowd, stopped the show once when he felt like something was wrong. He's saying he stopped it anytime. Again, I told y'all, wordplay is important. He stopped it one time when he saw that something was wrong. And then he proceeded to go, proceeded to tell them to rage. Here's the problem that people have with it. At first, I didn't get that, but I get it why they can blame the rage it's like it's double-edged sword here but uh here's why people have a problem with him saying rage during this show is because if you stopped it that means you saw the crowd surge and you saw an unruly crowd i'm pretty sure you should have assumed that somebody's out there being harmed okay you don't go up there and say rage you don't uh, what was the thought process? Was this before or after? Because I'm pretty sure it was after. It just, it don't make sense. That's the problem with the rage, the whole rage thing. But at the same time, I've never seen that. 
at nobody else's shows. And I've seen plenty of other artists stop a show and do crowd control. You see these rock bands, they've done it all the time at festivals double their size. They see some shit getting out of hand, they like, hey, stop. If you don't stop, we ain't gonna continue and we will not go back on until you do stop. So what was the thought process, Travis Scott? That's what I want to know. But yeah, he's getting wrong through the ringer. But as he should, just like everybody else, though. Because if it was anybody else, they'll be chewing them out. So you get what you get. I know it's, it feels unfair and he wanted to stop, but this is a tragedy, dude. Like, And it's, it's your fault. He's partly to blame. I won't put all the blame on Travis Scott, but you know, his thought process gotta really be fucked up to not just stop the show. And all the people that were working the cameras and stuff that they have the videos of the people telling them to stop. It's people dying out there, it's people getting trampled, run over out there. All of these people gotta be held accountable. When your security quit on the first day saying that stuff is out of control, Listen, everybody got to be held accountable. And that's it. So, we're going to see what come of it. <laughs> Kid Cudi. Oh, I brought up Kid Cudi again. Listen, speaking of Kid Cudi, he may be on the upcoming episode of Drink Champs. And that's one I will be excited to watch. Um, I just, I can't be tricked into watching Kanye spew for two hours. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I can't. Whew. Now, um, did y'all listen to uh this highly anticipated album, the sophomore effort from Summer Walker, Cost It Over It? That was some good RB. Now, as good as this album is, there's really only one song that I can really relate to, and it's reciprocate. I don't have I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just that I don't I a lot of stuff she was talking about is over my head. Because I don't have kids. I don't have the baby mama drama. None of that. So, yeah. But the reciprocate from past, you know, past relationships, I can relate to that. Because you got to, you know, let me know that you want me. Okay? But it's good. That's some good R&B. Still over it. I'm not feeding into this whole back and forth that Summer Walker and London on the track got going on. It is what it is. She explained how it worked. If y'all not listening to her, you listening to him. If you're not listening to him, you listening to her. I don't care either way. I'm sick of both of them. But the music is good. <laughs> Even though he ain't really work on the <laughs> The music is good, Summer and London. I feel like they're going to get back together. And she gonna have to make a third one of these. Just don't do it again, Summer. Stay with whoever you with. I know you got a boo now. Stay with that man. Leave London alone because we do not want over it again. Would, would that be the third one? We got over it. We got still over it. Over it again. Still over it too. T-O-O or T-W-O. Still over it too. I would do T-O-O, still over it too. I don't know, 
song yet, but we don't want, we don't want, I want to, I want to hear her sing more happy music. I want to see this girl smiling a little more than she does. <laughs> but it's good R&B summer. And you will find a few songs all over these playlists that's coming out. Okay. Summer Walker. Constant Bullshit is a good one. That's good. And Switch a Nigga Out. Switch a Nigga, if I was in high school, that'd be my song. Switch a Nigga Out. Known to Switch a Nigga Out. Okay. But it's some good R&B. Either way. But Reciprocate was the one that I connect to and relate to the most. Okay. But if you haven't listened to this project, go and listen. going in a winner. Y'all know Sad Girl Fall, <clears throat> Depressed Girl Winner. Check on your friends. Make sure they all right whether they in a relationship or not. Because some of y'all just out here mad for no reason. Y'all made up a reason to get mad when Summer Walker came out. So check on all your people. <laughs> now we got Silk Sonic. It's coming out, y'all. It's coming out Friday, y'all. The album. And then we got the single that they ain't have no sound to that I feel like that single should have been the second single smoking out the window then we could have got skate then the album I don't know but maybe they think it was because maybe they did right give us leave the door open and then skate skate around for a little bit and then hype us up again with smoking out the window and then drop the album next week that might have been a thought process if it was, that was a good thought process because it worked. <laughs> I am now anticipating this album again. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Prepare accordingly, people. Okay? Might need drink, might need dank. I don't know. But prepare accordingly. Be ready to move your shoulders. <laughs> Still Sonic, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Good R&B. Good R&B. Now, lastly, here, I have some shocking news. Well, it's not bad news. It just, it shocks me. But when I thought about it, not so much. Ed Sheeran said he doesn't feel accepted in the pop genre. And then I thought about it. I'm like, to be fair, a lot of his music is just soulful. And he'll probably fit better in the R&B category. Now, y'all know why he's over there in pop. The same reason they have them over there in R&B. It's the same way these black artists feel when they should be categorized as pop, but they put them in R&B. Like Doja Cat should be full-on pop, but they're going to put her rap in R&B every time because she's black. The Weeknd should always be in pop or alternative, but they're going to always put him in R&B because he's black. Ed Sheeran's gonna always end up in pop because he's white. It's just how things were balanced out. So that's why I, I need to go back and watch the entire interview. But I probably feel like that's why he feels uncomfortable or doesn't feel accepted in the pop genre because Ed Sheeran is not a pop artist. He needs to be categorized as R&B, as a soul artist. No, like that's. Ed Sheeran makes what they would call contemporary R&B. Am I wrong? 
I mean, put the race, put the skin aside, listen to the music. Ed Sheeran need to be under R&B soul. Same goes for, no, they ain't gonna put Alan Stone in pop. <laughs> Alan Stone ain't going in pop. He already in the R&B soul. Let me get off that. Um, let me try to think of somebody else they got on the pop they need to be under soul because they white. I'm gonna say, I ain't gonna say Adele. I was not gonna say Adele. Adele is her own genre. Adele. You go look on Spotify on the categories. Adele. <laughs> she need her own cat. Adele. That's her own cat. She's got her own genre. Adele. I can't think about nobody else. Maybe, um,. What's it called from Lil Mix? They might want to put her in R&B eventually. Jesse, the one that left. If they beefing with and all this shit, black facing. What they said she was black fishing, black face, black fish. Not black face. She didn't have on black face. Said she was black fishing. She was acting like a black girl. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they might. She might end up being one of those people that they categorize as pop. And she need to be an army. They used to do that to JoJo in the early days. JoJo should have always been categorized as R&B and soul. And they had homegirl on the pop. Because she was a kid. Because she was a, a, a little white girl. They put her on the, but she should have always been under R&B and soul. So that's the other example I got. I still gripe about... I think Lemonade is not an R&B album. It's not. It's like it it goes across genres. And I wouldn't just throw it up under R&B. I would not throw it up, up, up under pop. I probably just, if I had to get a singular one, I'd throw Lemonade under alternative, alternative R&B probably if I had to choose. Because it just don't fit. That album goes across genres. It's just so I can see where Ed Sheeran is coming from. Just he needs to be. He's R&B. Fuck it. He's R&B. Is what it is. He's R&B, and that's why he don't feel good on the pop. <laughs> and that's all I got. Now let's roll through these new releases that you might have missed from last week, honey baby. Sugar ice. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm trying to listen to what my neighbor listen to, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> new releases you might have missed. Oh, they listen to Summer Walker. Uh, <laughs> my neighbor listened to Summer Walker, and I was going to say, first up, Summer Walker still over it. Uh, apparently, my neighbor got the four stars of approval. Next, we got Silk Sonic smoking out the window. <laughs> Post Malone <laughs> released one right now featuring The Weeknd. Like, um, she got up loud too. Y'all might be able to hear this after all of it. Travis Scott <laughs> released Escape Plan and Mafia. Lotto released Southside. Key Glock is back with Yellow Tape 2. Um, I want to know where the hell that billboard was at. 
That one Memphis. What was it? Because I want to see that up close in real time up in my face. Because that was cool as hell. Have y'all seen it with the car? It was like doing a spin out. That shit was cool. I'm just saying. Kick lock. That was cool. Anyway, your take two out. Amina <laughs> is back with 2.5. Bobby Schmurder is dancing in our hearts with Splash. Terrence Martin, who can do no wrong. That's how you supposed to say his name every time. It's a new rule. Terrence Martin, who can do no wrong, release drones. Mariah Carey is back with another Christmas song. Sure is. Mariah Carey, Fall in Love at Christmas, featuring Khalid and uh, Kirk Franklin. Hmm. I have not listened to it yet. I am not there yet. I ain't even, I ain't even, I am not there yet. I've been here trying to watch these Christmas movies. I'm not there yet. They put Hallmark Channel, three Hallmark Channels on my shit just for the holiday season. And they playing Christmas movies. And I tried and I can't. I ain't there yet. I ain't even here for Thanksgiving yet. And that's in a week, two weeks. I need to get my life together. But fall in love at Christmas if you are there. From Mariah Carey featuring Khalid and Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I ain't there yet. Amar Apollo has released Bad Life featuring Caliuchis. She is pretty. Y'all ever seen Caliuchis before? She's pretty. Very pretty. I like her music. Diana Ross is back. My mother. <laughs> Thank you. It's an album. Otis Kane released an album called November Love Notes. Bobby Fish Scale released The Evolution and ABBA. Yes. The people that brought you Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. A Man After Midnight. They back with a new album called Voyage. I haven't listened to it, but I will tell you this. I heard a song by them for the first time last night or night before last called Money, Money, Money. Why y'all ain't sample that shit? I dare somebody go listen to the hook and it's like the money 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 part they say the money 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 part that should have been assembled in a rap song by now and uh, correct me if i'm wrong if it already has like send me the link for the song because i want to hear it but that should have been it go off don't ask me why i listen to this song because i don't got the answers for that either <laughs> but that's all i got for this week <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in I love you, I thank you, and I appreciate you. And if you've listened this far, you've become an enabler. So follow me on the socials, enablers, okay? Follow me on Instagram at LavenderListens. Follow me on Twitter at LavListens. Follow me on Facebook at LavenderListens Plays. It's a group. Go mingle. Um, yeah. So, when you do that, take a step further. What's that step further? Becoming a super enabler. Mm-hmm. What? How do you do that? You say how you do that? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I give you the instructions. On those links, okay? On those socials, there's a link tree. Click it. It's going to take you to a, the next page. All the playlists. <laughs> All the places you can listen to the show. But the one I need you to click on is Anchor FM. It's going to take you to the next page, okay? <clears throat> That's my podcast page on Anchor. It's cute, huh? Scroll down a little bit. You see support. Click on it. Did you click it? It took you to the next page. Okay. Well, this is where you get to choose how much you want to do for listening support. Okay. Listener support is $0.99, cent, $4.99, or $9.99. And it's on you 
what you choose. Okay? It's your choice. That's why I don't have subscriptions turned on. I had that on for a month. That was not. That was by default. Because I, I cut it on, I cut it off, and had no idea I had to wait a whole month. So, again, if you were um, a part of listener support before uh, September... I can guarantee you, you are not now, so you might want to redo that if you haven't already. Um, yeah, but I like listener support. I prefer that over subscriptions because you get a choice in the matter. You know, everybody's budget is not the same. Not everybody wants to spend on the show. Not everybody wants to participate. So, that's why I want to give you choices. You got $0.99, cent, $4.99, or $9.99, whichever you choose, I appreciate it. Like I said, if you don't, I still appreciate it because you've listened this far. Okay? You've listened this far. But um, I'm getting up out of here. I love you guys again. I thank you again. And uh, as always, I appreciate you. For real, for real. All right, I'm out. Bit out. I'm out. Bye. Oh, thank you.